Most coverage of the Olympics is very biased towards whatever country you happen to live in and certain popular sports. Lesser sports and accomplishments from athletes in other countries may often be completely overlooked. So, I figure I'd give a recap of the Tokyo Olympics by putting my very special touch on it and focus on the exceptional performances across all sports from this Olympics. So join me as I go through the outstanding medal and record accomplishments of the 2020 Olympics on this episode of Everything Everywhere Daily. This episode is sponsored by Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. I recently had the chance to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond, and I can attest to its exceptional aromas with hints of caramel and vanilla intertwining with its oakiness, which provide a well-rounded flavor profile. Taking a sip is akin to experiencing a piece of bourbon history firsthand. Heaven Hill Distillery may be America's most quintessential bourbon distillery. Established in 1935 after the end of Prohibition, the distillery was established by the Shapira family and has remained a family-owned distillery to this day. In 1897, Congress passed the Bottled in Bond Act, which set forth strict rules for any bourbon labeled Bottled in Bond. Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond bourbon goes beyond the stringent requirements of the law by aging its bourbon for seven years, not four. The end result is a gold medal-winning bourbon that truly stands out. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond. Heaven Hill reminds you, think wisely, drink wisely. This episode is sponsored by ButcherBox. Summer is right around the corner, and that means cookouts. No matter what your preferred food is for a cookout or a barbecue, ButcherBox can help you make it the best. If you want to serve up some hamburgers, ButcherBox has grass-fed ground beef to make the perfect smash burger. Want to cook up some steaks? Well, ButcherBox has that too, with some of the best cuts of steak, such as New York Strip, ribeye, and filet mignon. Do you like grilled chicken? Well, ButcherBox has some of the best pasture-raised chicken that you will find anywhere. And if you really want to wow people at your next cookout, you can try grilling some of their wild-caught salmon on a cedar plank. Sign up at ButcherBox.com daily and get a special deal. ButcherBox is offering my listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com daily and use code daily to choose your free-for-a-year offer. Plus, get $20 off your first order. This episode is sponsored by Masterclass. If you've been inspired by the Olympics, wouldn't you want to improve in your chosen sport by learning from an actual Olympian? With Masterclass, you can learn directly from some of the world's best athletes. You can learn tennis from four-time Olympic gold medalist Serena Williams, or gymnastics from seven-time Olympic medalist Simone Biles, or you can learn skateboarding from Tony Hawk, who I'm sure would have won a slew of medals in skateboarding if it was in the Olympics when he was in his prime. You can start learning from the world's best for only $15 a month. Just go to everything-everywhere.com slash masterclass or click on the link in the show notes. Once again, that's everything-everywhere.com slash masterclass. There's a lot that goes on over the two weeks of the Olympics. A lot of events, a lot of competitors, and a lot of stories. It's easy for many of the interesting things to get lost in the shuffle. But fear not, for that is why I am here, to tell you about what really mattered. So let's start off with the person who had the best Olympics overall. There are two people who I think you could describe had an almost perfect Olympics. The first is American swimmer Caleb Dressel, 
who won five gold medals in swimming. This is the 10th best individual performance at a single Olympic Games in terms of medals. The only reason he wasn't perfect was because he was actually in a sixth event, the mixed 4x100-meter medley relay. This is an event with two men and two women, and it was the first year it was held. The U.S. team only took fifth. The person who I think truly had a perfect Olympics, and it would be very hard to do better than she did, was South Korean archer An San. Unlike swimming, there aren't a lot of medals given out for archery, even though they could probably easily double or triple the number if they had different distances and different types of bows. As it stands, there are three possible medals you can earn in archery, and An San won three gold medals. She won the gold in the women's individual, the women's team, and the mixed team. Moreover, in all three events, she set an Olympic record. Archery doesn't get a lot of attention, but she really couldn't have done any better than she did. She won every event, and she did it in record-setting fashion. The Bob Beeman Award for the Most Incredible Single Performance has to go to Norwegian Karsten Warholm, who won the gold medal in the men's 400-meter hurdles. He didn't just win the gold, however. He crushed his own world record. Warholm finished at 45.94 seconds, beating his previous world record by 0.76 seconds, which is an eternity at that level of competition. The 400-meter hurdle world record was last set in 1992 before Warholm came along. The Best Teammates Award has to go to Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi of the American women's basketball team. They became the 8th and ninth people ever to win gold medals at five different Olympics, and they became the first teammates ever to do so together. However, in the winning a lot of medals at a lot of different Olympics department, the new champion is the equestrian Isabel Wirth from Germany. She won a gold medal in team dressage, making this the sixth different Olympic Games where she has won a gold medal, making her the first person ever to accomplish that feat. She has also won more medals than any other equestrian athlete in Olympic history. She won gold medals in 1992, 1996, 2000, 2008, 2016, and now 2020. A 29-year gap between winning her first and most recent gold medals. She's 51 years old, still the top rank in the world, and remember, equestrian is the one Olympic sport where men and women compete directly against each other. Speaking of winning a lot of medals, I have to mention Allison Felix. She won a bronze medal in the women's 400 meters and a gold medal in the women's 4x400 meter relay. With those two medals, she now has 11 medals total in track and field, making her the most decorated woman in track history and the most decorated American, breaking the record of 10 medals set by Carl Lewis. Just two years ago, Felix gave birth to her daughter prematurely, which resulted in a very dangerous cesarean section. She managed to spring back and win two Olympic medals at the age of 35. I should also give a mention to Australian swimmer Emma McKeon, who won the most medals in Tokyo. She won seven in total, four gold and three bronze. She is the 10th person in history ever to win seven medals at a single Olympics. If there's one single event that is the premier event of the Olympics, it's probably the men's 100-meter dash. This year, it didn't get as much attention, because the guy who won was rather unknown. Lamont Marcel Jacobs from Italy. Nobody expected him to win. He didn't even make the finals of the 100 meters at the last World Championships. It's the first time that Italy has won pretty much anything in sprinting. 
There was actually a lot of world and Olympic records set in track this year, and one of the reasons was new shoes and a very high-tech track which was used in Tokyo. Likewise, there were some major records set in cycling. Cycling is always subject to new records because it's so heavily dependent on technology. In the women's team pursuit, the German team dropped the world's record by a whopping six seconds. In the special category of the best worst performance, or maybe it's the worst best performance, the recipient would have to go to American swimmer Katie Ledecky. She won four medals in total, two gold and two silver, which by any measure is a great Olympics for anyone. However, she didn't actually make the podium for one event, the women's 200-meter freestyle, making the first time she hadn't gotten a medal at a major event in nine years. She's so good and dominant that having a very good Olympics for her was actually a step down from her previous performances. The I Didn't Think You Could Do That award goes to Dutch middle-distance runner Safan Hassan. She did something that no one else has ever done before. She won medals at 1,500 meters, 5,000 meters, and 10,000 meters. 1,500 and 10,000 meters are very, very different events, and hardly anyone even competes at those distances, let alone wins medals. She won the gold at 5 and 10K and a bronze at 1,500, the first person in history to do so. She was actually a refugee who settled in the Netherlands and didn't start running until she was 14. There were several brand new sports at the Olympics this year, most notably was skateboarding. The most notable thing about skateboarding is that there were not one, not two, but three skateboarding medalists who were 13 years old. Not too far off, 14-year-old Chinese diver Quan Hong Chan won a gold medal in diving. FYI, the youngest participant in the games this year was 12-year-old Hen Zada from Syria, who participated in table tennis. Surfing also made its Olympic debut this year. Not much unexpected, as both the men's and women's divisions had former world champions win. I would like to note that in the 2024 Olympics in Paris, the surfing competition will be held in Tahiti, 15,700 kilometers away. That will make it the most distant competition from a main Olympic site since the 1956 Melbourne Games when the equestrian events had to be held in Stockholm because of an Australian animal quarantine. The Hot and Cold Award goes to American baseball second baseman Eddie Alvarez. With his silver medal in baseball, he became the sixth person in history to win a medal at both the Summer and Winter Olympics. He previously won a silver medal in 2014 in short track speed skating. Finally, I'll end with some national awards. Kudos to Turkmenistan and Burkina Faso for winning their first ever Olympic medals. Turkmenistan won a silver in women's weightlifting, and Burkina Faso won a bronze in the men's triple jump. Also winning their first gold medals were Bermuda in women's triathlon, the Philippines in women's weightlifting, and Qatar in the men's high jump. However, I want to go out of my way to give a very special recognition to the tiny country of San Marino. They too won their first ever Olympic medal. That makes them the smallest country in the world ever to win a medal at the Olympics, taking that distinction away from Liechtenstein by about 4,000 people. Alessandra Perilli won a bronze medal in women's trap shooting. However, that isn't the end of the story. San Moreno wasn't done, not by a long shot. Perilli and her partner Gian Marco Berti won the silver medal in mixed team trap shooting. And San Moreno still wasn't done. Miles Amine then won the bronze medal in the 86-kilogram category of men's freestyle wrestling. That's three Olympic medals for a country of 34,000 people. That means, on a per capita basis, 
San Marino won an Olympic medal for every 11,310 people in the country. By far the greatest per capita performance in Olympic history. To put this into perspective, the country with the most medals, the United States, won a medal for every 2.9 million people. And the runner-up, China, won a medal for every 16.4 million people. India only won seven medals, the same number that Emma McKeon won individually. Their per capita medals were won for every 197 million people. That means that San Marino's per capita performance at the Tokyo Olympics was 17,430 times greater than India's. The associate producer of Everything Everywhere Daily is Thor Thompson. If you'd like to support the show, please donate over at patreon.com. There is content only available to supporters, merchandise, and even opportunities for a show producer credit. If you know someone you think would enjoy the show, please share it with them. Also remember, if you leave a five-star review, I'll read your review on the show.